Welcome to the journey of you, where we equip you to think with purpose, empower you to act in purpose, and encourage you to live on purpose. I'm your host, Tonya D. Bennis, and I love to learn and I love to teach. As a coach, I get to do both. I get to learn about you and about the ways that I can help you. Then I get to teach you how to reach those goals you've set for yourself. Why? Well, infidelity has affected me unlike anything else that I've ever experienced. It stripped me of my confidence and self-worth and caused a level of insecurity that wasn't there before. I lost sight of who I was as a woman before I ever became a wife or a mother. But through God's love and grace, I slowly began to see myself as he sees me. Loved, chosen, accepted, enough. Worth dying for. I realized that my identity was solely in Christ, not in a man or his actions. I matter, and so do you. That's why I want to help you see yourself the way that God sees you, one mindset shift at a time. In the Journey of You podcast, you'll hear stories, we'll share life lessons, you'll see how others have fulfilled their purpose or found their purpose along this journey called life, even during the times that life happens and the unexpected occurs. You still matter, you still have value, you are enough, God loves you. Let's dive in. Hello, Journey of You family, and welcome to today's podcast. I am excited to talk to you about when faith and doubt collide. Let's be honest, a lot is happening in the world today, not even just in the world itself, but I'm sure right in your own home and your specific circle. And so I want to provide some encouragement today because, of course, it's absolutely normal for you to have doubt and to be believing God for something on one hand, but then on the other hand, maybe you've dealt with so much disappointment or so many things that you feel like didn't go your way or lost that it makes it a lot tougher, that you've got some legitimate walls built up that makes it harder for you to believe. It's like you believe, but you also doubt at the same time. And so I want to walk through some scriptures to help you with that, to increase your faith and help you to keep believing God. So we're going to start with Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. So having doubt is normal. There are some things that our human mind can't fathom or understand, or again, reality in front of you makes it very different for you to believe for certain things. At all times, I want you to come back to this scripture as your foundation to just trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. There are going to be things that your human mind just will not be able to understand, and that's okay. You've just got to trust God anyway, that even when you don't understand it and it doesn't make sense or it doesn't add up, that God knows He's got it under control, and he's going to make sure that he does what's best for you, even if you don't agree (laughs) with his decision. Second one I want to go over is Matthew 14, 28 through 31. Peter responded and said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened, and when he began to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. 
Immediately, Jesus reached out with his hand, took hold of him and said to him, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? The power in this particular scripture is so amazing. Because first of all, Peter looked out on the water. He's in the middle of a storm. I call it a hurricanic storm. Hurricanic might not even be a word, but it's going to be what works for me right now. Um, But even through that, he saw the shadow of Jesus on the water. And he said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come. And Jesus said, come. Peter got out of the boat in the middle. Imagine a storm on the sea. That's why I say a hurricane, because that's the thing I think of first when I think of a storm on the sea. He stepped out of this boat and started walking on top of the water to Jesus. And as long as his eyes and his focus were on Jesus, he was walking on the water. But somewhere in there, doubt came in because he took his eyes off of Jesus and he started looking at the storm and all the wind and water that was around him on both sides. And he got scared. He immediately began to sink. Well, at this point, he's drowning. But Jesus reaches out his hand immediately as soon as he cried out and picked him right up and asked him, oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? Well, it wasn't that he intentionally decided to doubt, but his human nature looked at the problem around him. And focused more on that instead of Jesus. And so he began to sink. But the power in that is even in the middle of the storm, in the middle of Peter's fear and everything that he was feeling, as soon as he cried out to Jesus, Jesus immediately reached out his hand and pulled him up. Jesus is only a shout away. He's only a whisper away. He's literally right there. Sometimes he's carrying you. So you're never alone. So I want you to remember that, that Yes, storms are happening, life is happening, things are going around. All you got to do is cry out and immediately Jesus will be right there. He's waiting for you to cry out. And if you keep your focus on him, the storm around you doesn't seem as bad because you know that he's got you covered no matter what is happening in that storm. Matthew 21, uh, this is verses 21 and 22. And Jesus answered and said to them, truly, I say to you, If you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, believing you will receive it all. This is when Jesus and the disciples were walking and Jesus came to a fig tree and he wanted to get something to eat, but there was nothing on the fig tree and he cursed it and it immediately withered. And the disciples were just like, oh my goodness, how did you do that? But God was reminding you of the power that you have in the words that you speak, just like God created the world from speaking into things into existence. And so it was, it's that same thing. And so when he saw that that tree wasn't being fruitful, he immediately told it to cast it out and die. And so it withered away. And so you want to make sure that you're being fruitful and that you're producing evidence of that fruit. Like God's light is shining in you. What are you doing to let your his light shine onto someone else? And furthermore, with that, maybe there are some dead situations that you need to be like, okay, that's it. I'm cutting that off and I'm moving forward. There are other areas in your life that may seem dead and you've got to speak to that thing. And as long as you believe God, you will receive it. It may look differently than what you expected, but God is not man that he could lie and he's going to fulfill every promise that he made to you. Mark 9, 21 through 24 says, Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe, but help my unbelief. 
how many times have you been there where you're believing God, but what you're believing him for is so significant that you know that God's the only one who can make it happen, but you're not sure if he's going to do it. And so just to remind you that God is there. He's with you every single step of the way. And even when it feels overwhelming and you just, you don't know the how, you've got to be okay with trusting and resting in God to work it out for your good. And that doesn't mean that you still sit up all night worried, you know, trying to figure out a way to fix it yourself or, you know, joking and driving and conniving, trying to figure out, okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, I'm going to do this. And you're trying to make it happen. Like you've got to literally just trust in God. Once you place it in his hands, you've got to believe that he's got it and not pick it back up again and try to figure it out yourself. Because a lot of times that makes it worse. And it makes you have to wait longer because God's just sitting there by the side waiting for you to get out of the way. So you can't go and try to make it happen yourself. You've got to believe him. And so even if you get two or three no's or you get a hundred no's, at some point you can get that yes, but you've just got to trust God. You can't go and try to do it yourself. You've got to trust that God has it covered and keep taking those steps forward to what you're believing him for and praising him in advance. So keep your focus on him. Um, and not the problems in front of you. Matthew, um, verse Matthew chapter 28 talks about Thomas and, you know, I'm sorry, not Matthew 28. It's John 20 verses 24 through 29. And it's the story where, you know, Jesus has already been raised from the dead and he came into the upper room and some of the disciples saw him and they're telling Thomas about it. And he's like, I don't believe it unless I see it for myself and stick my finger in the holes in his hands. I'm not believing it. And so Jesus came in to the upper room the next time when Thomas was there and he was like, he handed him his hand. It was like, stick your finger in the hole so you can see it. And all of a sudden, you know, he believed he was like, you know, master, I believe. And Jesus said to him, because you have seen me, have you now believed? Blessed are they who did not see and yet believed. In that, I want to remind you that there are things in your life that God has already done on your behalf. First of all, every day that you've woken up has been a miracle because you don't wake yourself up. God wakes you up each and every day. So that in and of itself is a miracle. And then you want to think about the fact of like, what prayers has he already answered? What great things has God already done in your life? Because those are the things that you want to remember. Write it down so that you can go back and reference it. So in those moments when you're believing God for something and it hasn't quite happened yet, you can still go back and say, nope, God did it for me before. He'll do it again. So don't forget what he's done for you in the past. Let that fuel and feed your faith in the present and even going forward in the future so that you can keep believing and keep running forward after the things God has done for you. Um, in Matthew 28, 16 and 17, the 11 disciples proceeded to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some were doubtful. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. Jesus is with you everywhere that you go. No matter what you are facing or up against, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper and you are never alone. Jesus is always in the ring with you. And then there are other times that he's carrying you. So even when you're weak, he is strong. So I want you to remember that. Okay. 
James 1 and 6. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a father that came and was asking Jesus, please heal my son, please heal my son. And Jesus was like, you know, what's wrong with them? And he explained to him, you know, what was going on. And the man talked about, you know, believing, but please help his unbelief. And Jesus said to him, I'm sorry, this is Mark chapter 9, 21 through 24. And Jesus says to him, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe, but help my unbelief. And so just going back to that and remembering that, yes, there are going to be times that you doubt and you have unbelief, but just continually keeping your mindset on God so that you can increase your faith. Romans ten seventeen. So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. You've got to use the word to feed your faith. There are several scriptures that I've given you, even just in this podcast today, that you can go back for reference of like, it's not, it's not abnormal that you have doubts or that you have unbelief. There's plenty of stories about it in the Bible. I've just read to you three or four of them that doubting is normal. Even the disciples who walked with Jesus literally in person had doubts. And so that's normal. But you've got to go back and read God's word and his promises and read these things that God even said to his disciples when they were doubting so that you can say, "Okay, Lord, you know, I'm doubting. This is where I'm doubting. These are the areas that I need you to help me. And then read these scriptures and repeat it because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that way you're able to increase your faith and stay focused on what you're believing God for, but still live life in the interim. It's not like you pray and then you wait for two years for something to happen. You just sit and wait. Like, of course, you know, faith without actions um, is dead. Faith without works is dead. So you've still got to be moving forward, believing that God's going to do that thing that you've asked for. And you've got to live life. And when you have that peace that surpasses all understanding and you're trusting in God, you can do that. You can rest in him. Even when you're doubting, and you're not sure which way it's going to go. You can trust that God's going to work it all out for your good. So I hope that this helps you today and that you're able to move forward and be more confident that even when your faith and your doubt is colliding, that you have the steps and the scriptures you need to stand on to keep moving forward. So I want to pray us out. God, we just thank you so much for this day, Lord. And we thank you for your word, Father, that never returns to you void, Lord. We thank you for giving us scriptures to stand on, Father. Thank you for your love letters and instructions to us in your word that help us in the times that we're doubting, Father, and that we're trying to believe or that we're believing, but our faith is wavering because maybe it's taking longer than we think it should, but we know that you're working it all out for our good. So I pray that you encourage each and every person on the call today, Lord. Help them to trust in you, Father, and to rest in you. Give them peace that does surpass all understanding, Lord. Help them to know that you've got it covered and that you'll never leave them nor forsake them. We ask these things in your sweet son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I would love to continue the conversation, so please feel free to head over uh, to thejourneyofyou.net. You can comment right here below um, the podcast, and we can talk about it directly back and forth. Feel free to send us an email or even join the community. You know, we have live sessions like this each week where we talk about the things that we're dealing with and, you know, real issues of like, this is where I'm doubting, you know, help me. And it's a community of women that are uplifting each other, helping each other to fulfill our purpose, but also encouraging and empowering one another in those moments where maybe your faith is wavering, where it is a little bit like rocky and shaky, because that's normal. That It's not always sunshine and roses. And we know that. And that's the importance of community and why we need each other. So hope to continue the conversation. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. We hope that you are leaving feeling equipped to think with purpose, empowered to act in purpose, and encouraged to live on purpose. If you aren't sure where to start and you would like to have the first five truths to help you build that foundation to start thinking with purpose, head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped so that you can download those first five truths of getting you started to think with purpose and really pursuing all that God created you to be. I'm excited to do this journey with you. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.